Do you find yourself going through the motions of getting things done, yet feeling like you didn't make any progress? The good news is that you're not alone, and the even better news is that you're listening in here right now. Maybe this conversation will open you up to how you can create more space and harmony in your life. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Batello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Connect Podcast. I hope this finds you well and settling into some sort of happy routine as the seasons are changing. I've always felt like this autumn season has a transformation feel to it. This year, the transition is even more evident due to the different way of life we're experiencing in 2020. And my oldest has just started high school. My youngest is beginning grade seven. Every one of their friends has started on a different day this year, and their weekly schedules are all over the board. One thing I've noticed, though, is that most of them seem to be happy returning to some sort of routine. And it's not just that. There's something else. In listening to their conversations, I hear them talking about what they want to achieve this year, how this year will impact what they want to do with their lives. It's about growth, and I love it. We were designed to want to grow, to learn, to expand, to achieve. Watching this play out in the young lives around me is really uplifting. I believe that when we're growing, we're set up to thrive and to savor the process. That's another word I love, savor. I've been contemplating the word savor and what it means for a few years. I came to realize that the practice of savoring moments was missing in my own life. I was simply too busy. I had been helping a loved one through a major life change at the time, and while I was grateful to help, it required a lot of my time and emotional energy. The experience made me take a closer look at how I was living. I realized that life is a collection of moments and I want to enjoy more of them. In doing so, I could be more of a blessing to those around me. Here's the thing, though. Savoring requires space. I needed to create space so I could freely engage with my thoughts and others more in the moment. Only then could I see what needed to improve so I could truly thrive in my life. I'm beginning to see how all this is somehow linked to my life's purpose, showing others the way to live a healthy, soul-driven life. I've heard so many stories in my community that sound like this. Life's too busy. I don't have time to exercise or prepare healthy meals. I'm exhausted all the time. And these didn't include the added pressures of educating kids, working from home, navigating reintegration to work and school, doing extra cleaning. My goodness, right now, it's a lot for everybody. Can you relate? Perhaps your career and family life are overwhelming you, especially now. Do you feel like you rarely have time for yourself? Does each day seem like a race? Do you find yourself going through the motions of getting things done, yet feeling like you didn't make any progress? The good news is that you're not alone, and the even better news is that you're listening in here right now. Maybe this conversation will open you up 
to how you can create more space and harmony in your life. So what's involved? There are a few steps I've found to be helpful in making important changes in my life. It takes a bit of thought and planning, and it may take a little time to become a regular practice, but it'll be worth it. Consider it an investment in your future sanity, because as you may have already learned, if you don't choose your next steps, life tends to choose them for you. The first thing I recommend doing whenever you're about to embark on anything new, whether it's a new way of eating, exercising, or moving through your day, is to look at what's happening right now. What's true in your life at this moment? I call it reflection. Take time to reflect on what's working in all areas of your life right now. I invite you to set aside 30 to 60 minutes where you can be alone with your thoughts, your calendar, and a notepad or your keyboard. Put your phone in airplane mode so you can access your calendar without distraction. During this time, take a bird's eye view of what your life looks like and notice all of the things that you enjoy and write them down. Take into account your personal habits, your work schedule, your relationships with your partner, children, friends, and your interests. Are you happy with the way it all looks? We are all at different levels of satisfaction in the various areas of our life at any given time. This is a space where you can get real with yourself. Nobody's around you to judge or influence your responses. Look over all of your other responsibilities, family, work, and other commitments, and notice how you feel when you think about them. Are you energized or drained? Do you feel eager anticipation or dread? Write it all down. Don't question or judge yourself during this process. Let your hand free write or free type whatever comes up as you think about all the facets of your life. You may never have asked yourself how you feel about cleaning your house, so it might feel strange. Things need to get done after all. The idea here is to take stock to see if you need or want to make changes to how you live and work. Most of us have been living on autopilot for years and haven't considered that it's up to us to make a change if it's needed and that we actually have the power to do it. Once you've listed everything, it's time to take a look at how you could do things differently. This is where you get creative. This is where I invite you to find a way to ask for what you need. Is there someone at home or at work who can help? Who could you delegate a task to? Can you enlist the help of your spouse, your children, or your parents? Should you hire someone to do the items that you may even be capable of, but that you need to let go of to create space for what you're truly meant to be doing? Based on how I was raised, I know firsthand that it seems easier to do everything myself. But when I've enlisted the help from others, they're often happy to be of service. I often refer to my family as a team. We all work together, and it makes even the mundane a whole lot more fun. The life skills my kids learn when helping out around the house are priceless. In fact, they're eager to help, and then their self-esteem gets a boost every time they master a task. And, you know, while I've taught myself a lot of technical skills over the years, there are people far more skilled in working in their gifts that can move at a faster pace than I can. Often the most challenging part of making changes in our lives is disengaging from old programming that was passed down to us. We have deeply rooted beliefs about what's expected of us and how things are done. Making changes can feel uncomfortable and almost downright wrong. It can shake up our sense of self on a deep level. But talk to different people from other cultures and ways of life, and you'll see that there's no one way of doing life. We have beautiful diversity all around us. Now that you've asked for help and embraced how you want to approach your life differently, 
you get to consider if there are any tasks you need to let go of altogether. Some activities or regular events that you do that are only because you think you should do them. This is a big deal for so many of us because it involves saying no to some things that may even be really valuable activities. If you've been a part of something for a long time, stepping away can feel like abandoning an important cause. I want to encourage you with something. We experience life in terms of seasons, and just like the seasons change in nature, seasons change in your own life as well. It may help to ease your mind a bit when I share that stepping away can be a truly joyous time for you and even for someone else. Whenever you let go of an activity that you're not 100% engaged in, you open up space in your life and you've created an opening for someone else to step forward into a role they may have been waiting a long time to fill. I've seen many times where someone won't get involved with a project until they see there's a need for someone to fill it. They may have toyed with the idea of helping out, but the well-oiled machine seemed to be running at full capacity already, so they figured that they weren't really needed. Once the opening came up, they took that as a signal that it was their time to serve. What's your definition of thriving? Everyone is different. What energizes one person is energy sapping to another. Defining what thriving means to you can clarify the choices you make and the way you live your life. I found it's helped me be a whole lot more fun in my marriage and as a parent. It's also opened up moments, sometimes hours, to try something new or do nothing at all. Making space to thrive is countercultural, and it's amazing. As you go about your week, I hope you'll consider what you can change to elevate how you're thriving in your life. When you do, this one small step can make beautiful change happen for you and those you care about. As always, I'd love to hear how this episode landed with you. Please screenshot and share it in your stories, DM me with your questions and comments, and share with a friend. Let's all start thriving more together. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.